Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It is a good day for the Chicago White Sox. Welcome into the Windy City White Sox podcast. We've got the King, we've got Mo, and we've got Courtney coming up. And we've got Lance Lynn in a White Sox uniform for at least two more years, maybe three. He gets eighteen and a half million in 2022 and 2023, and then there's an eighteen million dollar option for 2024. This is exactly the way you wanted it to go when you made the trade with Dane Dunning, giving up a pretty good young pitcher for a ace, I guess. I mean, pitching in the All-Star game, started out the season on an incredible streak. What do you have, 18 and two-thirds innings without an earned run, which was the longest, by the way, for a White Sox starter since? That's right, you knew it, 1976 when Wilbur Wood had a 21 inning straight to start the season. The dude's been great since he stepped onto the field at guaranteed rate field. 34 years old, he's going to be a free agent in the offseason, so you've got him, you're 35, you're 36, and maybe even 37. Uh, he's everything, right? The South Side wants. Grit, and he wants to be here. How about, I mean, I think the favorite thing that you saw is him saying today in his presser, there's no point in going to free agency if you know where you want to be. That is affirmation for the city of Chicago and even more so affirmation for the White Sox and the way they are going about their business. He likes the clubhouse. He likes the manager. He likes the organization. And sure, he likes the money as well. But uh, I would think that Lance could have gotten certainly right around there, if not more, in the offseason. So clearly he's enjoying his time on the south side, which is sweet. And... Obviously, the history with Tony, maybe that's a factor. I don't know. But, of course, he did break in with the Cardinals back in 2011. And for the record, now he's made 252 starts in his career. He's 113-74, and 3.48 career ERA. Uh, this year could go down as his best, 199 right now. And I've been sitting there talking to myself the last couple of days, last couple of years, this lifetime. But the question the last couple of days has been, who do the White Sox start in an opening round playoff series? Who are the three starters, right? Lynn's definitely one of them, obviously. But then the other two, is Carlos Rodon in there? I think he is. But what happens if it's a team that hits lefties well? Would then perhaps you go a different direction? I don't know. You wouldn't, in theory, 
go Rodon and Keuchel, right? Two lefties, so maybe only one. Keuchel's not there. I would think he's coming out of the bullpen. And then you go with Giolito, Lance, and Rodon. But you're at that point, you're also leaving off Dylan Cease, which I think everybody says, yeah, you leave off Dylan Cease. But Cease had some nasty stuff, nasty stuff going in his last start. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting question, but maybe these things will work their way out as we slowly get towards the playoff here, sitting on July 17th. We recorded yesterday, uh, but recording the Open right now with Lance Lynn signed and the White Sox losing last night 7-1. So they're now 0-4, 0-5, excuse me, 0-5 versus the Astros. And they've been outscored 34-9. None of that is good, to overstate the obvious. So... If the rest of the weekend goes this way, that ain't great, but I suppose it's July. But it is striking, and I think Rick Hahn is obviously paying attention to additions needed. In the bullpen, for sure, and perhaps second base as well. And maybe even in the outfield. We'll see. All right. DeWindy City Podcast is brought to you again by... They're back. That's right, Manscaped. Summer is here. Are you ready to unveil that beach bod? I know you are. You look good. You're also in luck, by the way, our friends at Manscaped. They're launching their fourth-generation performance package. You get the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. And you can complement your summer look with a trim. From the leaders in male grooming, sun shining, and calling your name, sir. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for hot guy summer. Go to manscaped.com. You get 20% off. You get free shipping. Put in that code FANSIDED20. FANSIDED20. The Lawnmower 4.0. The Performance Package 4.0. It's awesome. The trimmer's insane. And yes, some would call it including yours truly, the GOAT, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, of all ball trimmers. Here we go. The King, Courtney, Moe, the Windy City White Sox podcast right now. Showtime. What did you just say? It's harder to get in this fucking podcast than it is the World Series, of which the White Sox will be in. But, oh, my God, let's not make it so hard. So l- let me ask you a question. How come when I send the e- the email to Courtney, Mo, and you, your email for whatever I, reason? I just doesn't... got it. I just got it. And then I go to the link, and I'm sitting there waiting for you know ninety seconds. You oh weren't my... you weren't waiting ninety seconds. You were at best waiting nine seconds. Whatever. I think you're caught in basically two lies here. Number one, it wasn't ninety, and number two. You're telling me that the king's email, by the way, you're the king, so your email should move the fastest. It's uh, slower. It's slower today. I'm sorry, but it was slow. King's I in his car. It. This is a whole other animal. All right. He's in their cars today, except you and I, Mark. What the hell, man? Yeah, I'm at the office. I'm a professional. You're a professional man. That's right. I will trade you Baez, Bryant, and no. Kimbrel. You can have all three. And all you got to do is give me Michael Kopech. You in? No. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Is Absolutely. it because do you do you hold on? So do you think that if you had Baez, Bryant, and Kimball, you'd win the World Series? Uh I do. I well, I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure either. I, I think they're both – Kimbrell's having a very good year this year. I think Baez and Bryant, they're, they're average at best. I really do. I, I don't think – I think Kopech is going to be a very formidable starter next year for us, and he can't, can't give up that arm. Absolutely not. Can't give so, it up right now. So in that correct. middle relief, uh, Kimbrell is not a middle reliever. He's going to have a tough transition. He's, to that an, position. he's an elite closer is what he he's is. An elite closer. We already have an elite closer. Brian is on the downside of his, of his career and there's Correct. something, and there's something wrong with bias. So, I, I actually agree with the King here. I, I do. I agree. I fully oh agree. God. So let me ask you this. Are you going to, are, are the white Sox going to win the world series? Yes. Do they need any help? Yes. 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 Okay. What help do they need? They, they do need a reliever. I, I, you know, they brought up Ronaldo Lopez today, which is odd. Um, you know, Ronaldo Lopez is a little bit of a head case from what I've heard. And I guess if you stick him in a middle reliever role, he might be a little different. But even his ERA in Charlotte was not good. So that's a little bit of a questionable move. Um, maybe showcasing him for the next few weeks for, for a trade. But I, I still don't feel comfortable going into the playoffs with this bullpen the way it is right now. So I still I'm very, very strong about getting a reliever. Mo, get in here. We need a reliever. We need a reliever. <laughs> we need a catcher. And Don't we you... need uh, a player like Fraser who can bounce between uh, the infield and That's the outfield. And then I think we're in a good spot. So, okay, you need a second but, baseman. But no, we do not want Baez. We do not want Baez. We do not want Brian. And we don't want Kimbrough. And I don't, and I don't want Trevor's Did story. You... Okay, Okay, hold on. Let me let me rewind back. When when they made the Quintana trade, did you like that trade? Loved it. Of course. The I day was, of. I was, little, I was a little disappointed. Not gonna lie. Thank I you. They were getting guys that were younger. I'm being honest. I've I've changed my mind. But at the time, I was a little disappointed that they were getting guys that were so far away. But the timeline worked for them. And you were what helping. Does that have to do with this? Be because you're. It has everything to do with this in that you just don't want to make a trade with the Cubs. Uh, it's it has nothing to do with the Cubs. Maybe for Mo. I just don't think that's a good talent uh, exchange at Fully this agreed. time in their careers. Fully uh, agreed. Okay. Craig Kimball is one of the best relievers in baseball right now. We have one of the best relievers. We, we, we have the best reliever in baseball. That's not the Stop point. It. You're getting, you want, you need relief help. I'm giving you one of the best relievers in baseball. You're giving me we a closer. Have. That's used to being a closer. We yeah. have a closer. Give me somebody else. Give me something more creative. Yeah. You, 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 Don't fit a square peg in a round hole, Mark. It's we, not. We a, need, we, we need a we need a consistent sixth, seventh, uh, eighth guy. We need a guy that can that can potentially be a bridge to Hendricks, and he has to be consistent. Uh, Kimbrel's not that; he's he's a closer. It's it, that's not what we need. Okay, okay. I mean, I think that Craig Kimbrel would be phenomenal in the in the eighth inning. Uh, it would Mark, be Mark. You're you're asking if we want to give up on Michael Kopech, and and I would say no to that trade. Well, I'm just asking. So, is there in in any scenario right now, you're not trading Kopech? Period. Oh no, no, I, I did not say that. Well, I think I Mo did. did. I think I, Mo I would I would not trade him unless it was somebody who, for three, four, five years, would be a, a difference maker for the White Sox. I'm not giving him up for. I, you tell me, but I think what two of those guys are free agents after this season, and, and Kimbrough may or may not be. I'm I'm not doing that. I'm I'm not. There's no way. 
Mo's a like, very smart man. Feel free to use that for the title of the podcast, by the way, Mark. What, what do you want the title of the podcast to be? Mo is a very smart man. Oh, okay, we can do that. No problem. I don't Unlike think that, Mark Carmen. I don't I, put that I, underneath. Actually, I don't think we can do that because that's probably not going to move the needle, but, I'll, but I will definitely put it in the description of the podcast. Smart man Mo leads the podcast. That'll be in there. I don't know if you guys read my amazing descriptions, <laughs> but you should. Uh, hey, it, this weekend, the Houston Astros are here. They absolutely smoked the White Sox in Houston. Tony La Russa and Dusty Baker, by the way, is a very interesting little component for this weekend. Those two straight hate each other. Tony, there was rumors that Dusty was going to be the manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and Tony La Russa said, no, that's not going to happen, and stopped it when he was an advisor. They, of course, battled when La Russa was with the Cardinals and Dusty's with the Cubs. You might remember back in the day, that Dusty played on the Oakland A's along and Tony was the manager and LaRusa did not treat him particularly well then. Plus you've got the two best teams arguably in the American league going against each other. I love the dynamic of this weekend for the record. I do as well. And I will be there tonight representing uh, the white Sox nation as I always do. So I'm excited to go back to the park. I'm excited to have a beer and I'm excited to see the, the white Sox turn around against uh, Houston finally. And the fireworks after the game. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I haven't seen a fireworks show at Sox Park in two years, man. I'm very excited for that. Thank you. For the record, I will be going tomorrow night. Uh, My good friend, uh, Mike Jacobson, who passed away, uh, they are honoring him tomorrow. So we've got all the uh, food and beverage you can consume hanging out in center field for the Jackal. Uh, tomorrow night so it'll be my first trip to guaranteed rating in quite some time looking forward to it so yeah big weekend big weekend for but i i do think this is at least somewhat of a statement weekend for the Sox. you get let's go back to the tony larusa dusty baker i think tony is a a more adept manager in terms of using data uh, Dusty uses more feel. I think Tony uses data and feel. What makes you think that Dusty doesn't use data for one? Just through his comments in, well, one, he has said it before that he does more on feel than he does data. And secondly, just on the comments that he makes in the press, they, he doesn't <laughs> win the big one. Uh, uh, Tony LaRusa is more of an a-hole to the players, but they win. And that's what the name of the game is, to win a World Series. Let's go back to the seventh game. Who do you want in there, Dusty Baker or Tony La Russa? I wouldn't disagree with that. I would take La Russa over, over Dusty. That's I actually would, too. I, I would as well. The guys won 1,912 games as a manager. He was an incredible player. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. Is, would, is, you, would, you, would, you, uh, uh, would you consider him you – know, so you're going to consider him a – Hall of Fame manager with the no, I, uh, Hall of Fame. Sparky con- Anderson. Do you think he's as good as Sparky Anderson? He's a three-time manager of the year. He's Do you an, think he's as good as Sparky Anderson, Hall of Fame uh, 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 manager? I, I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame just for his managerial career. No, I said he, he's a Hall of Famer for his overall contribution to the game of baseball. He's a two-time All-Star. He's a World Series champion. He's an NLCS MVP. He's a Gold Glove winner. He's a two-time Silver Slugger. He's a three-time manager of the year. The dude absolutely belongs in the Hall of Fame. He was on deck when Henry Aaron hit 715. That counts, Mark, too. would you put him into the Hall of Fame? 
as a player or a Over, manager, or are you, are you going to open up a new lifetime achievement award? Overall contribution to the game. Okay. I agree. All right. I didn't know there was a classification that was Hall of Fame for overall contribution of the game. I don't care what the rules are for the Hall of Fame. I'm just telling you, that guy's baseball career. It's like, it was the same thing. There's, there's a lot of guys who have given a ton to the game who belong as a historical – uh, piece in the Hall of Fame, like a guy like Bill Veck, White Sox owner back in the day. But there's also dudes, they're, they're very rare. I mean, Mo, help me out here. How many people have had the level of career on the field and in the dugout of Dusty? Can you, does anyone even pop to mind off the top of your head? Maybe Joe Torrey, maybe Joe Torrey. There, that's a good, home. that's a good one, Courtney. Joe Torrey had 252 career homers. And it's, it's actually closer than I thought. You're, you're at, you're, that's a good call. As always. How about Ozzy Gian? <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, I was actually it, thinking that, but I don't think his numbers will uh, will match up to Dusty's overall. Ozzy and Dusty is not is not a good but fit. He but he has one thing Dusty doesn't have, and that's a World Series championship. Two, a, two World Series championships. Oh, that's right. As, as, I just want to know why are we talking about Dusty Baker? Who cares? Be, We're in first place. I actually agree with Mo. Now we've been talking about Dusty way too long. I don't know why. I think it's King making us go into a tangent. I didn't. I, Mark started this. I started it because I started it. I started this one because I thought I find the weekend matchup of the because the Astros and the White Sox are the two best teams in the American League. Those two have huge history together uh, against each other. They hate each other. It's certainly Dusty hates Tony. I don't know. And I'm, and Tony doesn't. I think Tony probably just doesn't like Dusty is how it would go. Um, and. And 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 Dusty kicked the White Sox's ass. Now, by the way, there's you could also make the argument, King, you're going to hate this one, but a lot of people will say that managers don't matter. I mean, what what Dusty's just hanging out, putting out his lineup, and 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 some would say that Tony's doing the same. So maybe like this is the fact that these two are having such enormous level of success this year might speak to the fact that managers are less and less important considering today's baseball analytical world. What do you think of that? I fully disagree with that. Managers absolutely. Oh my God, Courtney, did something happen to Mark? Did he lose his mind? Yeah, some hey. of these questions, Mark, man. You're I terrible. You're, 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 you're a terrible host today. Hey, let's make Mo host. Mo, let's talk baseball. And I know last time I started off, let's talk White Sox baseball. And I got, you know, I got lambasted for saying that, but I, I still stick with that. Let's talk White Sox baseball, for God's sake. For God's sake, one of the rules in podcasting is never attack the host because this I'm an amazing host. And this is a great conversation. Normally I, you are. Today you're a little off and that's nah, okay. I don't think I am. Because I think we're coming out of the all-star break. But let's get back into the flow and talk some White Sox baseball. We're, we're in the flow. This is the flow. You guys have established that you want a reliever. You want a second baseman. Mo. You wanted to hit on something of the very key importance, which is uh, your biggest surprise of the first half. Why don't we throw that around the horn here? Biggest surprises of the first half as we move into White Sox and Astros. Huge series, Southside, Courtney there Friday, Carm there on Saturday. Give me your biggest surprise. Um, just kind of starting off here, I think the contributions of players um, that you would never expect to contribute 
has been the biggest um, surprise for me. You know, the Jake Lambs, the Billy Hamiltons, Brian Goodwin. Um, to me, that has been the the most shocking and, the, and probably the coolest thing about this uh, season has been that. You know, I keep I've always said it the past couple of weeks. I'm waiting for these guys to kind of figure out that they're not supposed to be playing this well, but they haven't done that yet. So I think to me, that's been the biggest, um, the, the coolest thing to see overall. And then obviously just, you know, the dominance of like a Carlos Rodon and a Lance Lynn. I think that's been fantastic. The bounce back of Rodon has been phenomenal to see. Um, and that to me is, it has been the strongest points so far. Next. The biggest surprise for me has been the injuries. Everything else, the winning ways, the pitching, the <laughs> managing, that's all been expected and, 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 and just uh, welcomed and, 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 you know, just mm -hmm. so happy with it. But no. the injuries have been a big surprise. Other than that, I've, I, I expected to be eight to 10 games up uh, and we're eight to 10 games uh, up. I know. Listen, you, you're not the least bit surprised that Carlos Rodon is seven and three and played in the all-star game in 89 and two thirds innings, given up 60 hits has a whip under one. None of this is a surprise to the King. No, I get can ask, In fact, you can call up Brooks Boyer, who's head of sales and marketing at with the Chicago white Sox. And you can ask him who Carlos Rodon's biggest fan was. And he will tell you his only fan was the King. I, I am not surprised by Rodon. I said, the kid had a lot to prove on his contract year and that he would be back strong. He's a big hearted kid with a big body and he's a, he has a lot to prove and he's doing exactly what I expected. There is you know, zero surprise in Rodon from the King's perspective. Zero. King, King talks about bodies and asses on the White Sox way more than I do. And I, I got to say, I appreciate it. Just a little sidebar there. Good, good job, King. We're all now focused on the rump of, of Carlos Rodon. Big body. King, it's, it's good. It's good stuff. King, King also knew that Lance Lynn would have nine wins, would have an ERA under two. Everybody I knew did that. not know that. I did not know that, but I did know that it was a solid acquisition because of how deep he would go in a game. That guy can carry a big suitcase with filled with a lot of innings. Big and we did know that. That might be the first time that's ever been said. Big suitcase with a lot of innings. I like it. Mo, biggest surprise. Go ahead, buddy. No, I think I think Courtney's list is covers it. I think, you know, Mercedes being as great and then how quickly he he became not great was a big surprise. The thing that surprises me the most, and, and this is sort of a disappointment too, is you know, everybody was excited for Ethan Katz to join the Sox. They thought he would help the, the pitching staff and in so many ways he has, but the person who seemingly hasn't benefited from it is the guy who he's worked with before is Giolito. I, I was thinking Giolito was primed to have a huge year and, and so far he hasn't. So th that has been a surprise. Cause again, I, I thought with cats coming over, I, I thought the two of them would click like they have in the past. It's a great call. That's I, I, an excellent point out a good underlining. Does that mean that uh, Lucas's performance in the first half is your biggest disappointment? Uh, aside from the injuries, I, I think it has. I would agree with that. That's actually a really good point, Mo. I, I like that uh, correlation you just made. That was good. I agree with Mo. Mo's by far ha is the most talented one on this podcast today. I just want to put that out. <laughs> uh, my biggest disappointment, 
Michael Kopech going out with the 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 whatever that was leg injury, that in a seemingly just standard moment in time, not covering first, not trying to field a bunt, nothing, just throwing a pitch. That was uh, disappointing. And, you know, the, he's only been in 18 games to this point is, is just too bad. Uh, but maybe Mark, the, the silver lining to that though, is that they were going to manage his innings and him being out means, you know, they don't have to be as aggressive in terms of limiting his innings. Right. Because he got some rest. So that, while not but, ideal, he actually, you know, benefits in some ways because, it's less innings he's going to throw then. That there is the silver lining, and you just channeled your king as as well as I, you I could. But I I just you know, for a guy who's been in and out and mainly out of the lineup, you know, out of playing the game, I was just hoping he would have a very consistent season of being on the field. And if you're just asking me like in the moment when he got hurt, I was like, oh, that freaking sucks. Uh, but I do I do give the White Sox credit in that. They clearly did not rush him back at all. Very much took care of the player. So that you know that, what, what's yeah. been a, you know you know what was another disappointment was the fact that Tim Anderson didn't get a one at bats in the All Star game on Tuesday. That was disappointing. I would agree, but he also was an alternate, right? I mean, yeah, but okay. I, I'm gonna agree with Carmen as, as as much as it pains me. The fact uh, that he was an alternate, I think, like. Not, not that it wouldn't have been great to see him, um, and hopefully it motivates him, but the fact that he was an alternate and, you know, it happens sometimes. What's-his-face got three at-bats for from Boston? I can't even think of his name right now. Is it Bogarts? Xander Bogarts. Yeah, he got three at-bats. I think that was a little excessive. It's an all-star game. I agree with that take. Let, listen, if, if you – at the end of the day, if you go, uh, you, sh- you should get an A-B, but getting in the game is, is – is, is just lovely. Speaking of that, by the way, did you miss seeing both Rodon and I guess uh, and Tim wearing a White Sox uniform? And did you like the new look of Major League Baseball's All Star Game? Loved awful. it. Awful. Awful. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Can, can <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't rather see the boys wearing our our uniform nope. instead? No, stuff. I loved it. I loved the 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 uniformity of it, and then just the logo. I thought it was really sharp. I thought it was. I, I, I thought it just brought a Courtney, unit. Go get him. He's, I mean, he's so wrong. Get him. I mean, wouldn't you rather see our boys representing our colors in the no. All Star? Nope. And yes. I don't mind that Timmy Anderson didn't get an at bat because I, here's what I b- believe it will do for him. I think it was completely appropriate and it'll give him fuel to have a uh, MVP second half of the year. I think, I think we're going to see starting tonight against Houston. I think we're going to see a two sixty hit or three sixty hitter out of Anderson the rest of the way. I mean, there's no question. I actually think he's going to hit 500. All right. It is July the 16th. As we record this, the white Sox and the Astros tonight, Dylan Cease, Lance McCullers, as we were running out of time on the pod, Giolito and Odorizzi tomorrow, Rodon, Valdez on Sunday. Uh, I want you guys to go on record on this Friday. What day, date, give me the date that the White Sox clinch the AL Central. September 13th. 
early clinch for Courtney, September the 13th. That would be an off day on a Monday. They, they would be watching and uh, and living the dream. September 14th, then. September 14th. September 14th at home versus the Angels, clinching Stop. against Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Joe Madden and company. Mo. Uh, September 18th. September 18th, a Saturday at Texas. Let's go. We don't need to worry about the fact that it could, Dane Dunning could be on the mound uh, for the Rangers on that September the 18th. King, what do you 9-11, got? 9-11, sept- Saturday, 9-11. And I Nine, will be there. September and I will be there. the 11th versus the Boston Red Sox. Yep. The earliest clinch in White Sox history. I expected you to say sometime in August, but you will go with September the 11th. Uh, you're going to that game, King? I will be there uh, uh, for that reason. I've I will be there. It. I will be there as well, King. I'll be there as well. How do you guys plan your lives like that? How do you even know such a thing? I just, it's, I know it's a Saturday. I know I'll be there. I know they'll clinch. <laughs> Correct. It's my season ticket package, Mark. You should look into season tickets like I have. It's it's great. <laughs> What's your package, Courtney? Um, you know, it's changed since COVID, but it's usually the 20 game package. You shouldn't be asking Courtney about her package either, Mark Carmen. It's none of your business. What 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 is your business is you should have a package. You should have a ticket package. Oh wow! and Lance Lynn is one of the elite pitchers in baseball. It's going to be an outside fastball. Let's see if he can throw it by Loopy. Oh, he did. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. Merrifield singled in the third. Swing and a miss. Eight outs to find in this seven-inning game. That's one of them. It's high heat. Lynn takes Mullins down. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 